Hey guys, welcome back to the encounter uh, by yours truly, uh, Redeem. And uh, we today we have Joab, today we have Shaylee, today we have Diane, and today we're going to talk uh, uh, about a very controversial uh, subject, which is abortion. And um, I just wanted to maybe just start by saying that uh, by all means, if we sound a little bit judgmental, we don't want to do that. We already talked about this, right? But just in case if we do sound that's not what we want. All we want to do is expose the truth with what the Bible has to say and not any of our point of views, but just what the truly what, what the Bible has to say about this and um and what and what the Lord actually says about, you know, uh, you know, having abortions and uh um, you know, just giving up the, your baby before time. And actually, if uh, if you ask me, I think the biggest problem in, in the abortion, maybe topic or an abortion um, debate with some people, right? It's not the fact that that women are being abused and, 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 and even though that, that is a problem, but it's a very small percentage of women that want to have abortions after they've been abused, which that is so sad and I'm completely against that. Um, but uh, I was going to tell you guys that I think the, the, biggest, um, the biggest problem is the fact that we want to have a premarital sex. So um, I think that's the biggest problem that we have here, right? And I think the youth um, is growing up into this world where um, they think that abortion is their way out, out mm -hmm. of something that they have. Uh, for example, the way I'm seeing it is like, for example, uh, uh, an iceberg, right? Have you guys ever heard of the saying, uh, that's just the tip of the iceberg? Mm -hmm. Because mm -hmm. usually icebergs are 90% underwater. And they're only 10% above water. So we're all thinking that this is actually a real topic about abortion. But in reality, the 90% is the fact that we can't control our passions. Mm -hmm. And we want to continue to, with all the respect, fornicate without the how do i say this without the consequence of what happens when you have sex right and i want to i want i just want to reiterate that having sex is not uh is not a sin in marriage god made made sex so we can have it and we can have pleasure with our wife with our husband um men with men with women and women with men um just so i can get it clear right because yes. because uh, <laughs> i i don't want to i don't want to make it unclear so i want you guys to understand that and i think to to what the lord um what what the lord is saying what the lord is saying it's okay <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> i was like who's talking like me <laughs> Anyways, anyways, I was, I was gonna say I, was, I think what the Lord is trying to expose, and what the, if the Lord was here, uh, I I don't think that He would judge anybody or condemn anybody for 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 doing such act without knowledge. But what He would do is attack the root of the problem, which the root of the problem is this this sexual craze. Um, and like I said, like I don't want to make it just about sex either. It's about this, right? But uh, I want I want you guys to know that if you guys notice, uh, now twelve year olds are completely, you know in this thing where you know for example just on instagram and on tiktok how do you get views how does a woman get a lot of views on on, on their tiktok just by showing off their body and tiktok deliberately picks and chooses men for these women to come out and and when i was remembering uh when we like share our instagram like there's always girls that are working out with super tight clothes that comes out on mine. And then on my sisters, there's always super, super buff guys that are coming out with no shirt. And I say this, you know, Instagram is doing this and, and, and the enemy is doing this so we can look 
past what our real problem normalize our problem which is this this generation of of corrupt sexual beings which we rebuke it in the name of jesus that's not what we want to be and then call it oh but they're trying to take away abortion from you which i'm saying that it's it's incorrect but that's not the root of the problem that's just the byproduct of everything that is under mm -hmm. and everything that is said and uh just so we can un so you guys can uh talk about the bible with me uh, i'm the, the first um example that i that i wanted to say it's in deuteronomy 12 29 it goes all to 31 and this is when the lord uh is, is speaking to jerusalem and he's speaking to the jewish people and he's telling them do not do not turn like those people uh, from the land that you have taken over just because they're idolaters just because they have idolatry just because they have other gods besides besides uh me it doesn't mean that you should do the same just just notice there just with that that means just because you live somewhere just because you live somewhere that the other people believe other things doesn't mean that you should take up on that belief. Just keep that in mind because a lot of people and a lot of youth think just because their friend thinks that abortion is right, we should all think, oh, it's because she's my best friend. Diane's my best friend and whatever she says, no, no, no. It's not about friendship. It's about what's right. I remember what I always tell you guys, and I, I will always say this, facts do not care about your feelings. I can feel many, many ways, but what the fact is, is what the fact is. Nobody can stand against that. But look, let's read uh, uh, 12, uh, Deuteronomy 12, 31. It says, And you shall not worship the Lord your God in that way. For every abominable thing that the Lord hates that they have done for their gods, for they even burn their sons and their daughters in the fire to the gods. So listen to this. You might say, Danny, but there is not abortion. You're right. It is not abortion. But they would sacrifice their children they would give up, keep in mind that back then there was no such thing as doctors, like they would be able to go in and, and extract the baby. But this way, they would have the baby and they would burn it for gods. So now you might say, Danny, but what God, I know I'm speaking a lot, but I just want to make sure that we have this a base, a good base. Danny, how do we, how, how do we apply this into this? When you have an abortion, it's not like the baby goes into the trash. Instead, what they do is they grab it, they use it, and make medicine out of it. They make this thing where they grab the cells and they grab things from the same baby that you have just extracted from your from your womb or you had that, that somebody has extracted from the womb and they use it to have another purpose. And without knowing, we are sacrificing our children. We are sacrificing babies that God has sent and what they do is that they grab it and then um, they put it into other people. For example, have you guys ever seen that 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 program where um, there's this famous woman and then she goes, oh, what did you get done on your face? And she was like, um, oh, you know, I got this treatment on my face and, you know, it makes me look younger. And the woman and the girl that was interviewing her, she starts pressing her heart. She's like, what is it? She's like, oh, you know, it's uh, some cells that, you know, they're dead cells. But when you come into your skin, he's like, but what cells are they from? And then she pushes her so much to say, look, they're, ba they're dead baby cells. Until, and I, honestly, I would love to share that with you guys. And I think I'm going to put it on, a, on, the, on the things so we can see it. And, and so you guys can understand that. And then I see that these people understand what they're doing. Understand that when they take babies, they're taking the babies for their own pleasure and for their own uh, cosmetic looks. So when we do this and we give up our babies and we kill our babies, we're not only uh, defying the Lord, but we are making other gods with the, uh, with the, what do you say, uh, capital? Uh, how do you say the opposite of capital? 
Capital lowercase g's. With the lowercase g, we're, 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 we're giving them to these lowercase g's, which is with gods, and God himself, which is the all-powerful and king of kings and lord of lords, we're making them sad, and we're making them saying, why are you doing this? If you had the act, I'm sending you what this is. But I don't want to keep talking. Um, Diane, you want to go with another example? Go ahead, because okay. I know you have a lot. So... Since you're talking about killing of children. <laughs> so usually when we speak about abortion, people say, oh, like, it's not a human. It's not something that that can think for itself. It's something that um, they're like, oh, it's a clump of cells. But I'm like, that's very, like, you can say that we're a clump of cells, too, because yeah. we are. That's what science says. And that's what we are. We're a living human being with a bunch of cells. So they are, too. And when does life begin? Life begins when fertilization happens, when you decide to have sex and then like a fertile woman meets a fertile man, they have a cell that creates a human being. Yeah. People call it a fetus, but it's still a living being. People right. call it a parasite, but it's not a parasite because parasites decide to control over like what you have in your body, but they don't, they just get nourishment and they're gonna come out eventually in nine months, 10, or like 10 months, depending on like the <laughs> time they want to stay in there, right, you know? But, and we can see this, like this is what science says, okay? But like in the Bible, Jeremiah 1.5 says, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And before you were born, I consecrated you. I appointed you as prophet of the nations. But you can see that us as humans, we want to say life begins when two cells meet. But God says, no, your life begins even before that my calling for you begins even before that mm. and sometimes we don't want to because we're human we want to do whatever we want like everything we want that feels good we want it everything that we think is just justified for us is okay but no we can't be living our life like that we can't like we have to think what does god want and, yeah and like i was telling you like sometimes we think that that Christians are not getting abortions, but like I was telling you guys earlier that 13% of evangelical Christians get abortion. And that's a lot. Like I wouldn't have thought about like, oh, does, do Christian people get abortions? Like would they think about it? Would they have the conviction of the Holy Spirit? If, right. if they stepped into that office and were like, oh yeah, I need to get rid of this. Right just to take care of reputation but i'm like you messed up your reputation before before god like when you did the act before when you had sex before marriage right. like that's already a reputation ruined before god is it doesn't matter like what other people say it only matters what god says and you know what i was gonna tell you with, with this with this verse that you just said it's it's so crazy with that that has three parts right because it says mm -hmm. before the before i formed you in the womb number one i knew you and if you guys look deep down into that word what that means is uh if you, i was reading right now it says i celebrated you so just look at this i mm -hmm. celebrated you and then it says so god knows you in meaning and like knows who you are before you come down to earth before you're you're you you were in the womb before he forms you in the womb and then it says and before you were born i consecrated you and if you guys know consecration means that he set you apart it means that he's seen you that he grabbed you is you're not part of everybody else i'm gonna set you apart and then what i love is that on the last one is i pointed you as a prophet which you said that god gives you a calling even before you were even some people call them fetuses but god is a prophet mm -hmm. god sees somebody that's in that's gonna be uh uh what is it people say uh uh 
um, somebody that's going to give into society. Mm -hmm. And that's isn't that the whole point that they say, right? Oh, abortion is good because you're not giving into, into society yet. It's just taking. And what I think is, wait, hold on. What God sees here, he doesn't see you as a baby. He doesn't see you as a, you know, as a, as a, as a bad teenager. He just, he doesn't see you as a, as a confused teenager, but instead he sees a prophet in you. He sees your ending point he sees the way he he sees the way that he sent you for so who are we to have another thought about another kid another like you said clump of cells and like i think that the whole idea of clump of cells is just a way to kind of like make us feel better yeah. to dehumanize the being in you but i'm like then why do you feel bad when someone dehumanizes you? I, I, I mm -hmm. which, which I, which I would agree, and 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 like and, and, and I love what you said about honestly, I, I couldn't have said it any better. That you said that people go get an abortion because they said, oh my god, that's because I don't want people to see that you know I got pregnant. But I think I think Apostle Paul says it very important. He says I don't care what anybody thinks about me and what matters is what what God thinks about me. And, and and I think that that's the number one thing that we have to understand, right? You having a baby, it's. I think is the you exposing out is the least of your worries. I think what you should be doing is see what you're exposing spiritually, because mm -hmm. that's what God sees. That's what God uh, understands even before. And remember that the way that sin works and iniquity works mm -hmm. is that sin uh, temptation comes, puts a seed in you, and the more you feed it, the more the baby of sin grows. Mm -hmm. And when the sin grows and it comes out to be a baby, then it comes to be iniquity, which means that this is the same thing that's happening outside is happening inside yes, your spiritual body, mm -hmm. right? But the only, the only time we can actually have an abortion is spiritually. And we can ask God to remove the baby of sin Spiritually, spiritually, okay. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I don't want you guys to confuse this with with the real. Spiritually, remove it so we can go back and we can be back to our to ourselves. But in our body, when it comes to manifest our body, we can no longer do that because there's a name for it. There's a name, not it, but there's a name for the baby. There's a name for there's a consecration for it. There was something that that they were sent to do, and who are we to take that to took that to take that away? Yes. And I think that it's like. Sorry, I have a lot to say, but I think it's like when we have abortions, it's like almost going to war with God, right? Because, for example, just check this out. He he grabs something, he forms it, he knows it, he consecrates it, he gives it uh, a job in this world, and we remove it? How would you feel if, you know, you grab something, you put it, you're like, oh, this is my little thing, yeah. and then your sister comes and goes, class. Wouldn't you be like, all right, bro, what's going on? Are we going to get down or what? <laughs> right? And I think about the same thing myself. If somebody's, if I'm trying to fix something, somebody comes and brings it down, be like, what's what's wrong with you guys? So this is exactly what the enemy wants us for, for us to do. He wants to confuse us and he wants us at a, uh, at a, at a, what's it called? Like at a war with God. He wants us to understand. He wants us to be at a at a way where we don't like what He's doing, and we gonna go against Him. And notice that that's how the world is right now. Everything's like against what the what, what God says. But we as Christian people, as Jesus followers, should follow what His truth is.
Okay, okay. Oh, yeah. finally, finally, I'm like, bro, okay. Um, so I'm glad you guys mentioned uh, before in the womb, but I want to mention verses of what happens during the womb. So you guys, you know how you guys said that God has made us and called us before we were even made. But during, in Psalms 139, 13, 16, so bear with me a little. Um, it says, for you formed my inward parts. You knitted me together in my mother's womb. I praise you for I am fearly. Um, fairly and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. My soul knows it very well. My frame was not hidden from you. When I was being made in secret and in, in tricitely, I'm so sorry, I can't say that, wove, woven in the depths of the earth, your eyes saw my substance in your book were written. Every one of them, the days that were formed for me, when I was yet, there was none of them. So basically, God called you and he gave you a purpose he gave you a calling before you were made and while you were in the womb of the of, of the woman of the pregnant of your pregnant mom um <laughs> what's it called um he molded you and formed you and molded everything um perfectly of his image and so i just wanted to um go after because um not go after but i just wanted to to comment after of what you guys said that the end of the end of these times the end of times are near because the people out here in the world try to always contradict of what the bible says and the and it literally says in the bible that at the end of times whatever is good is made to be bad and whatever is bad is made to be good again no judgment on anyone but um it on two peter 3 2 it says it is important for you to understand what will happen in the last days people will laugh at you they will live following the evil of um evil they want to do oh my gosh <laughs> okay let's come down a little bit but um so they would live of the evil they they would want to do like what you guys said that they call these babies the clump of cells because they want to um they they want to cover up of what they actually did so i just want to say like why is bacteria considered life and not what's in you already considered life? So when you're saying that, oh, what's in me is not life, it's not murder. Um, why is it? Why is bacteria considered life and the baby is not even considered life? I, yeah. And so the world, oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> the world tries to to twist whatever's good. So always tries to twist. And and um, what does it say when they influence you? And ah, I've. I don't know the word, but they try to they try to twist your mind to thinking this abortion is right. They they, they they're saying um, that the Bible even says that there's abortions that that the Bible that God made women have abortions and blah blah blah. And okay. then <laughs> I was okay. like, no 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 no. Yeah, I was okay. like, I <laughs> yeah, I went on TikTok and I was just like, you know what? Let me see what what these uh, pro pro lifer no yeah pro lifers for choice yeah pro-choice people have to say about these abortions and they you know what they were saying they were saying that you know when you give an offering it has to be your first your firstborn your first harvest yeah. and they were saying that that was basically abortion and I was like no 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 let's not use the bible to your own benefit so when you get yeah when these firstborns is the the first thing the first um, I'm not even gonna go into offerings a lot, but it's what you first get from your from your <laughs> from your, your check to give to God. It's not yeah. abortions. Let's not get the Bible twisted of what the world has to say. Yeah, like 
I was talking to my mom about this, like that <laughs> the same thing what you were saying, like that people try to twist the Bible and saying like, oh, um, but God speaks about abortions, but it clearly doesn't. Um, I even read the verses that they've said because, you know, people in ignorance are not going to check what other people in ignorance are doing or read the whole yes, thing. So yeah. it's what essentially they're talking about is in numbers five, like um, 19 to 28. Um, it. I'm going to give you a SparkNote version if you know what SparkNotes is. <laughs> it's like a summary. Um, so essentially it's like talking about a woman who possibly cheated on her husband. And it's not talking about like, oh, if she conceives the baby. No, it's talking about if her stomach starts hurting. If her mm -hmm. stomach starts like feeling weird. If her like womb starts feeling weird. Because essentially if you have, it's going to sound bad, but I think like... We all know, like, when a guy puts his semen inside a woman, it stays in there. And essentially that potion or whatever they gave him, that drink, it would make their stomach sour. It will make them feel bad, and then it will show the fact if the woman was cheating. If not, mm -hmm. she was clean. She was clean before God, but it was not talking about abortion. It mm -hmm. was just talking the fact if she was cheating. Yeah. And they get that wrong. And they literally use that for abortion. They're like, yeah. oh, yeah, God tried aborting the kids. It's yeah, just like, it's no, not no, no, talking no. about abortion. Yeah. It's talking Look, if the woman is in the wrong. I think we have to understand something. <laughs> just, just so you guys understand. Look, I think we have to understand that God will never do this because I'm going to tell you guys why. For example, Moses. Mm -hmm. He was a byproduct of a complete uh, genocide of a bunch of uh, yeah. Jewish kids. Look, Moses. Jesus, mm -hmm. King Herod, decided to go and kill every newborn of uh, of, of the Jewish people, and he was and he was come and he was coming. Out, uh, he comes out of it, and now today, everybody, the world that everybody wants to kill about kids, and the kids that are remaining, those are the people that will be, be talking about uh, God in the future. So I, I do not believe that God Himself will try to kill a baby, and even even I, I don't think we even understand in Leviticus 14 what they're like. What you said, I think it's I think you're right. It's like a potion. It was not even like a potion. It was yeah, like I know, a, like it was, it was like a, a drink. But a potion but is I'm a concoction like, of yeah. the whole thing. Right? It's just stuff, right? I, I, even, I, I think Starbucks natural. makes potions <laughs> because they make a lot of stuff, right? But what I'm trying to say is that it's this drink so they can so they can feel better. But I I I, I like I said, I do not believe that God, the one that makes life, can actually say okay. Okay, I'm gonna remove it, and even if he did, is he still not God? Yes. He's the only one that's able to choose who dies, who lives, and yes, even though we might not like it, he chooses it. So the 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 point is not what God is choosing. I think have you guys since we're all kind of grew up and like almost in the same you know uh, community since we're all Latino. Like even notice like in your household when you were younger, there was things. That your parents said this is not up to you this is my choice you get out of it and don't talk to me about it <laughs> now the same thing happens with god now that we're uh, a, a little bit like our parents we understand them a little bit more now we're with god is our coverture he goes i choose who lives who dies who who comes back to life who doesn't come back to life i i he decides life Therefore, who are we to say, why'd you do this? If you can do this, then I can do this. No, no, no. If he does it, he is God. We are not God. Exactly. We are only people made in the image of God. So let's not get that. Let's not get those two twisted. 
Just because you look like your dad doesn't mean you are your dad. Your dad is the essence, meaning God is the essence. He chose, he made us. And guys, look who we are. We sometimes, uh, and I want you guys to understand, we are, the Bible says that we are um, the ground. We are, uh, what is it called? Polvo. I don't know how they polvo. Dirt. dirt. God made us from dirt, meaning that we are nothing. Yeah. We are nothing. Like, for example, what do you guys do? Kick dirt. Don't you guys? Sometimes like when you kick dirt, you trip, you kick dirt. We are nothing, and yet we think, we think that we are le we level up enough to say to ask God, why do you take life and give it? He's God. If, for example, look at this. Uh, we can see Job. The devil comes and says, "Let me try him." He says, "Yes." In our eyes, is it unfair? Yes, because Job was doing good. But my question is, how did Job react? Job goes, "Why do you do this? Why do you do this?" And he comes down and he goes, "Wait, wait, wait, hold on. You're asking me." This is a job 35 or 40 or 45, one of those two. And he goes, you're asking me. He's like, I made you. Not only did I make you, I made the things that you live on. I was like, do you know what the, you know, what the goats on the, on the, on the earth eat? Do you know what Leviathan eats? Do you play with them? Do you see behemoths? And you start talking about all these things and you're like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I think God's a little bit bigger than what me, what, what I, what I am. Just because we are the, all the world that we know doesn't mean that God thinks the same way, the same way we, we think. And just... Just so we understand, in James 4, you can see that the warning against worldliness. And this is what I want you guys to understand, that our mind should not be conformed to this world. And mm -hmm. I, I know that's in Romans 12, and that's why I don't want to go on against, but against that. But I want you guys to know this, and I want you guys to read this with me, because this is exactly what happens here. James 4, 1, it says, do you know where your fights and arguments come from? Where does it come from? From sin, from iniquity. They come from the selfish desires that make war inside you. So just just exactly what I was talking about earlier. The the iceberg. The problem, the war is because of our selfish desires on the bottom. We want to have sex whenever we want. We want to have, uh, for, for example, if we didn't have God in ourselves, we would be sleeping with any person that would allow us. Well, as guys, girls, I think that they they get to choose. But as 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 men, because I I think as I look I look as a, as a man, that men, if we don't have the 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 if we don't have the fear of the Lord inside us, then we just want to be sleeping with anybody, with any girl that, that lets us that lets us in. And then look what it says, this, that they come from the selfish desires that make war inside you. Number two, it says you want things, but you don't get them. So you kill. Mm -hmm. So listen to this. You want to be single, but you want to have sex. But since you can't get both, you kill the baby and are jealous of others, but you still cannot get what you want. So you argue and fight. <laughs> Bro, this is exactly for, 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 the pro, for, the, for the people that think pro-choice. You don't get what you want because you don't ask God. So they might say, oh, let me ask God to kill this baby for me. Or when you ask, you don't receive anything because the reason you ask is wrong. You only want to use it for your own pleasure. You people are not faithful to God. Another one that says you adulterous people. What is adulterous? That you sleep with many people. Mm -hmm. You should know that loving what the world has is the same thing as hating God. So know this. If you love people, not, I don't want to say people. If you love the, the, the mindset of aborting, that means that you hate God. So mm -hmm. anyone who wants to be friends with this evil world has become God's enemy. So can we fuse both?
No. Can we have a church, a God-fearing church, Jesus-loving church, and be with abortion and try to do it? No. Why? Oil and water, they don't mix. Because if it, if it did mix, then God wouldn't put this. Notice everything that I just read to you, and, 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 and it keeps going. It says, and what God wants us to do is what God wants us to do is ask Him for our spirits. Not for our own pleasure. For example, uh, we say, uh, "Hey God, can I please, uh, can I please, can you please bring down uh, my weight like hundred pounds, please? Can you take off hundred pounds?" <laughs> but in my mind, so I can, I can go back to the world and girl, the girls can find me. That's for my own pleasure. But if I say, "God, I want hundred pounds off, so I can go out with the youth and I can play sports with them," then God will be like, "Okay, th this 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 man is he wants he wants to pleasure you know he wants to pleasure his his his, his, uh, his spirit he wants to he wants to do it for other people he's so selfless." I've I've even seen people that are that are married that ask like for example for for babies and they don't even get it. It's not because of what we want. It's because of what God wants. So if we are trying to bring worldliness to our mind and still saying that we have Jesus in, in us, doesn't, that can't be it. We have to be faithful to what God has. And if we're enemies of God, then we're friends of the world. Joking? Yes. So, <laughs> dude, you guys are on fire right now. Literally, uh, but I want to talk about, you mentioned something about uh, being careful with the friends that we have, right? So I was thinking of like, all right, so who in the Bible had good friends? Who in the Bible had a friends who edified them? Uh, and the only person I could think of was Daniel. So Daniel, he surrounded himself with people who were wise, just like him. And so if you surround yourself with people who think abortions are right, you're surrounding yourself with the world. You're surrounding yourself with death. And even with people who have sex, like... That's what, it leads all to abortion, and it's horrible, and I want to say this verse, it's in Proverbs thirteen twenty. whoever walks with the wise becomes wise, but the co companion of fools will suffer harm. So be careful with who you speak to and who you hang out with, because eventually you become that person. Eventually, if your friend thinks abortions are correct, you're going to want to agree with them, you're going to want to... Um, Get that influence from the world. You know, you know what the Bible says about this? The Bible says that bad friendships corrupt good habits, good morals. That's right. Honestly, guys, if well, if you're I think if you're a little bit older, I think I feel, I feel like you when you pass 21 years old, you start understanding that friendships are very important to your life. And either you rather be by yourself, <laughs> one, or you really pick and choose your friends. Because what you said is very important, right? Because the fact that I love you so much might either bring me to do incorrect stuff or think the way you, you think. For example, I, I've, I think I've given this example before. Um, um, for example, when my, one of my friends had problems with their parents, somehow I would bring it back home. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, Mama, he hates you. And my, my, I remember my, my dad one time, he grabbed my, my hair when I used to have hair. Um, by the way, I still have hair. I just just to cut it off. Um, but he grabbed my hair and he was like, he was like, don't bring your friend's problem into this home. Bro, and at that moment, I was like, oh my God, my dad is so annoying. You know, he doesn't know what he's talking about. He doesn't know what I've been through. Sounds... Dude, sometimes I used to do that on my day. Bro, what were you doing? Line. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> Now that I look back, I'm just like, you're yeah. sorry, Nicholas, but yeah. only if you're a little bit older, you understand what I'm yeah. talking about. Anyway, 
So you you think about this, and then I understand. Oh, it was not because of me. It's not because I lived a bad life. It's because my friends' thoughts. And for example, my friends' thoughts wanted, for example, to drink. My friends' thoughts wanted to be out in the parties. My friends' thoughts wanted to be. And it's not that I wanted it, but I was like, oh, well, I want to be cool too. So now, let's remove all those things and let's bring it back to what we're talking about. If your friends, if your friends' thoughts, if your friend circles thinks about abortion that is good, or, you know, for example, if people think that abortion is good, then they hate Christian people. Because, of course, you know, Christian people yeah. think that it's good. And and that's what, I, what I'm trying to say. What does John 15 and 18 says? If the world hates you, remember, it hated me first. So the same thing I'm telling you guys, like, if, if everybody in the world loves you, you're doing something that's wrong. That's problem. Yeah. <laughs> if everybody in the world, if you're not losing friends right and left because of the way you think today in these day in this age, I think you should be worried. worried, because it's the time where friends will fall off. And look what John fifteen nineteen says: If you belong to the world, then the world will love you, as it loves its own people. So the world has its own people that loves them. Mm -hmm. But I have chosen you, Jeremiah, mm -hmm. chosen you to be different from those in the world so you don't belong to the world and that is why the world hates you the world doesn't love you guys <laughs> sorry that sounds so horrible <laughs> but it's true you are hated <laughs> the world hates you guys the world does hate you but let me tell you something I'm here to give you good news and good news only even though the world hates you I know of a God that is more powerful Amen. than this world. And th this God made the world and he loves you. John 3, 16, it says, because the father has loved you so much that he has given his only son. begotten son for you, for people that believe in him can have eternal life. So not only does he love us, but he has promised us a way, which is Jesus. And he has promised us eternal life all through Jesus Christ. Therefore, the world becomes unimportant as long as we have Jesus that's all the world. So Jesus should be our world. And everybody that loves Jesus becomes those people in our world. And even though we might have problems between us, doesn't matter. That's just part of, in the world, you have problems. Everybody has problems. But the fact that we're all in the same world called Jesus being our nucleus. Oh my God, I feel like I'm teaching so much. But <laughs> And everybody comes around. And, and everybody loves each other, then all those same thoughts and all those same teachings and all those same thought, uh, thinking about what's wrong and right should be keeping us together. Not apart, but keeping us together and keep, and keep us with love. Yes. And I think um, we should also remember that God is a God of forgiveness. So if you're thinking to yourself right now, you've made a terrible decision, uh, if you've had an abortion, I just want to say that the sin of abortion is forgivable just like any other sin. And Amen. I'm going to read these three verses. It says Romans 8, 1. There is therefore now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. Uh, Colossians 1, 13. He has delivered us from the domain of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved son. And then Colossians 1, 14 also. In whom we have... Uh, Redemption, the forgiveness of sins. So God has the power to erase our past actions, our sins, and our thoughts. And I think that's why baptism is such an important thing because when you get baptized, you become new. It's a it's a metanoia that occurs in your mind. And then if you don't know what metanoia means, it means a change of mind. So if you're in that sin, if you're thinking of having an abortion, pray to God and ask Him to change your mind because... He has the power to do that, and he's a God of forgiveness. <clears throat> just, just, I want to read this. I was looking for it. 
It's uh, if I'm not wrong, it's Micah seven eighteen. Um, and I want to read you guys this so we can leave with something beautiful in our hearts and we can understand. Listen to this: Who is a God like you, pardoning iniquity, meaning excusing iniquity, saying that you're okay, oh, it's okay, I'll forgive you, and passing even over transgressions for the remnant of his inheritance. I think I'm reading such a hard version. Ready? There is no God like you. You take away people's guilt, and God will forgive his people who survive. He will not stay angry with them forever because he enjoys being kind. There's another version, honestly, guys, that I want to read to you guys that says, because he is delighted, delighted, delighted in yeah. mercy. Listen, as he delights in mercy. There's another version here in God's word that says uh, he because he would rather show mercy. So now, just so we understand, God is not a God of judgment, even though he is part of a mess. But most of him is a part is a God of mercy. And many people do not understand this. Many people think that God is here to judge you. And God is here to, to, to you know, oh, this is what you had coming. Oh, yeah, you're sick. Yeah, you had it coming because, no, 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 God is not like that. God, in contrary, he, look what he says. He says he delights to give mercy. Who do you know that delights to have mercy? Even if you say sorry to your, your siblings. Oh, sure. <laughs> Imagine somebody that delights and be like, yeah, of course, I'll forgive you. Anytime that you want forgiveness, I'm here. He loves, he says, he rather shows mercy. If he rather shows mercy, what's the other than judgment? He rather show a love that you've had. And, and this is what I love about Jesus because now I understand I now I understand that who he is. Well, I, I didn't understand him before, but now I understand him. Why would he, he was so rough on the Pharisees? Because they knew the word. And yet they didn't practice it. And to the people that were prostitutes, to the people that were not in God's in God's path, he what was what was he doing? He loved them. He was kind. Where are your accusers? And same thing I tell you. If just just like what you said, what you said is beautiful. If you've had an abortion, and you don't know what to do, if you are about to have one, I ask for you, read the word. Read the word. Pray. Come to a church. Let us help you. Not in a way that, that we're going to help you and, you know, we're going to help you get an abortion because now we're going to do, but we can help you find a spiritual, a spiritual peace with and through Christ. And God will forgive you and God will restore you and God will make you not only his, but he will grab everything you've done and throw them away. So when you pray and you ask and we say, oh, God, remember me when I was used to sing? He was like, I don't remember that. I threw that in the bottom of the sea. So God is that type of God, and God is powerful enough to do that, and God has sent His Son to do that. So therefore, we can clean ourselves with His precious blood. So guys, um, I think we didn't even reach a little bit of it, right? But we have like 40 minutes. Um, maybe we should record a second part of this, but um, guys, thank you guys for sharing for sharing some time with us, and I hope uh, we didn't come off uh, judgmental. If we did, excuse us. Excuse us. Please, 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 please remember. I hope you guys listen to them. Remember, we're not, we're not trying to do that. All we want to do is expose the truth to what it is uh, we, we live and we believe in. Guys, Job, thank you. Shaylee, thank you. Diane, like always, thank you very much. And guys, I'll see you guys next week at 4 p.m. Wednesdays, 4 p.m. And don't forget to follow the Instagram. And don't forget to follow our page, YouTube page, which Evan has said. And like, bless you, by the way. Um, so I'll see you guys next Wednesday at 4 p.m. Take care, guys.